Caitlin and Derek Dry are a singing-songwriting duo here in Nashville. They've been writing and performing music together since they first started dating about 15 years ago. They both sing so beautifully, but it's the emotions they capture in their music that really sets them apart. They write about things you only experience in a committed relationship, all the ups and downs. And recently, CMT has begun playing their music, and the reception's been huge, but their path hasn't been easy. They've really struggled with a lot of loss in their families, and right now they're struggling with an industry that isn't quite sure what to do with them. But they aren't deterred because they're doing it together. I'm excited to tell you that in this episode, you're going to hear a lot of their music. They explain the stories behind some of their biggest songs, too. I just love these two so much because I really feel their purpose in their music, and I bet you will, too. So this is Caitlin and Derek Dry, The Soulmates. Before we get started, you know you can watch every single one of these episodes on YouTube. You can see our awesome location for season two right there along the river in downtown Nashville. You can also see the people whose stories you're enjoying so much, like actually see their faces when they talk about their past. It's all on the Amstigator YouTube channel. And while you're there, subscribe to my channel and turn on notifications so you know when there's something new. Okay, let's get into the episode with the drives. Here. Howdy. Yes. Good Thank to see you, you again. Uh, it's so nice to see you. Uh, just like you're mentioning, we did a story together for the yep. news station yes. here where I work in Nashville. One of yep. my favorites. A few months ago, and it was just, I mean, it was really an excuse for me to meet you guys because I had heard your music, and I was like, who are these people? Oh, my God. Because Aww. truly, like, your, your soul is in those songs, and they jump out. Like, every time, it just jumps out mm. to me. Because your songs are different because of the place where you wrote them. So today, I just really want to talk about that, you know, about your journey to getting to this yep. place where you're churning out music that only you could have mm -hmm. written. Wow. Um, when I explain you guys, I talk about how you've had to kind of create your own lane, right? A lot of people come into the city to do something by themselves. Not many people come in to do things together. Mm. And you've had mm -hmm. to create your sound as a husband and wife. Yep. So, okay, let's start there. I'm what, overwhelmed already. I, 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 <laughs> in a good way. Wow, okay, all right, let's do this. So honored. Um, tell us when you got to this town and the what those first, I don't know, first few years were like together oh, trying to make it. I would Ooh. say they were kind of hard. You know, yeah. building community in a place that where you've never been, don't even hold a job uh, type thing. We were staying with some, some family friends and thank the Lord for them. But um, we were just... Um, just kind Starting of moving a around. new place, like we, had new the, we had the outcomes of, you know, wanting to to write a great song, or you know what I mean. But we, we didn't. We had a little muscle memory to for how to do that, but you know, we didn't know what that everyday life was like in a co-writing city like Nashville. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and that wasn't really existent back home. So, uh, we knew we had a connection there. We just you know just takes a few steps to try it and. It was hard at first. I like sure. how you say it takes a few steps. I mean, you've been this, you've yeah. been at this for ten years, right? Or ten yeah. years plus. Well, now, really, right? I'd say about sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. well, it's fifty. Well, we met. We've been. We've known each other for fifteen years in April. It'll be fifteen years, which is. Yeah. And we started doing music together about three months in of dating. Oh, okay. So, mm -hmm. it, it, so it's like, 
I don't know. I mean, we moved with everything in one car when we came to Nashville. Yeah, from North Carolina. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and our cat, like us and our cat and the Jeep Cherokee and whatever we could fit. <laughs> the rest went into storage. Yep. And it, it's just been crazy. Like, I mean, we moved not knowing what either of us would do job-wise, but we knew we had to, like, work to, to right. like, figure out, like, we want to get our own apartment and not live with our friends forever here. Um, and they knew that, but they believed in us and said, stay here as long as you can until you get your feet wet. And we began, like, working odd jobs and just, like, getting our feet wet in the city is what we always say. And it's mm -hmm. just been, I mean, honestly, actually, I said to him the other night, I was like, it's pretty cool to look back from that day, that was in 2014 when we moved here, um, to now, how much things have grown for us. Mm. Um, it's, it's actually really cool. And it's a good reminder when we get when we have moments of like discouragement, you know? Mm. So, yeah. and you guys just released another song recently in February yep. that was just, I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> and I feel Thank like when you. I, when I met you initially, you guys were about to release it and then you're like, oh no, That's no, right. no, we're we going to hold wait. it. Yeah. We're going to hold it. It's going to be yeah. a Valentine's release. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I just love that there's so much that people can celebrate about you right now. Um, we know where you are currently, but mm -hmm. I just want to stay in this past point for a yeah. moment because Part of what I like to do with this podcast is help people understand it's not all butterflies and roses. It's mm -hmm. easy to look at somebody and see success and yeah. say, wow, I could never do that. I could never be that. But it's somewhere along the way you had to make a choice yeah. to do all the hard things to get mm. to that point, right? To like follow what you wanted to do. And mm. I know in, in some ways that was nannying, right, for you. Yep. And wasn't it the Our Apple jobs. store for you? Like mm -hmm. you had to, you had yep. to do that. So how were you thinking and what was the self-talk even at that time where you're like, I gotta, yeah. I gotta do this now, but this isn't forever to be focused yeah. on that. So like walk me through that well, part. Honestly, whether we're talking about our relationship or songwriting, I mean, those are different subjects, but they, they kind of come together one and the same when we're talking about inspiration and feelings and being led by our feelings and like um, the opposite of that, which you know, culture could define as hard work and just showing up and all that. But I mean, I feel like we've, you know, known what was on our heart in a lot of ways mm -hmm. uh, for the type of songs we want to, you know, do. But um, it's hard to just have that path laid out, whether we're talking 2014 and sometimes now in 2022. But I feel like the main thing that has changed is that we've, inspiration happens more because we literally put it in our calendar like we don't feel inspired oh. to like show up every monday at 10 a.m for a co-ride or whatever and especially if it's a new person some of that's very exciting but like <laughs> you know if we're not feeling it that day honestly it's like okay we gotta open up to a stranger we gotta spend three or four hours book in the song uh you know i'm preparing the track and all that and they send it to their publisher and kind of put it on the song mountain to see you know, if it'll come down and be released, if yeah. that makes sense. The song Mountain, I like yep. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, honestly, just making room and showing up for that has been like, by nature of doing that, inspiration just happens more often. Mm. And I didn't realize that, like, at all when we moved yeah. here. Because we wanted to write based out of what we feel. Um, what feels alone. true, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's a truth to that, for sure. I was going to say something that I used to, I was really thinking when you asked that. Like I was picturing what I it was tell. like when I nannied <laughs> and because I was discouraged a lot like I yeah. had friends getting signed left and right and here I was like which I was it's fine I was where I was at for that season but like I was pushing kids on like you know the stroller taking on walks and I'm like I'm sitting here and my friend just got signed and I'm babysitting like and I want to be doing that yeah. so I had to constantly remind myself that we all start somewhere um, and something I used to tell myself back then was 
this is for a purpose, do this well, like serve this family right now in the best way that I can, do things that they don't even ask me to do, because I feel like this will lead to, like if I can do, if I can be faithful with the small, mm -hmm. like me just babysitting a kid for the day, if that's what I have to do, mm -hmm. if yeah. I can do that yeah. well and that's show good. up and like do that to my best ability, I know that it'll be honored sometime down mm -hmm. the line in our music. That's and that seems weird, but like I had to tell all. myself that all the time. I don't think it feels weird. I think, I mean, there's scripture of that, right? Yeah, like You have totally. to be faithful in the small, right? Mm -hmm. You have mm -hmm. to, to show that, that you are a good steward of those things, yep. right? To be, yep. and, and maybe we're not even talking about gifts and talents, right? You're talking about just taking what you've got yeah. and, being, and being grateful. Yeah. How much do you mm -hmm. think gratitude how do you think gratitude has played into like even those points where you're like, God, this is not, yeah, this is not right, but good Lord, I got to still be grateful in this. Yeah. yeah. I think gratefulness is what like makes miracles happen. Like I really believe mm. that. And there has been plenty, I mean, plenty of times in my life where I have not felt grateful. And, I, and I've started speaking things of like complaining or I'm just like huffing and puffing. And literally it'll take like him reminding me like, hey, you, you should probably like change your speech because you're actually like putting that in the atmosphere right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, and you're like, ooh. And then I'm like, but then I realize and I'm like, whoa, like mm -hmm. that's true. And then I notice in our life, the times where we've like spoken out that we've been grateful for stuff or thank you for this, even though it's not what I want to be doing. Like something beautiful comes from it. And mm -hmm. I think it's everything. I think gratefulness is the key, honestly. Gratefulness and generosity are the two keys to life. Yeah. yeah. To like be content. Yeah. I really believe mm -hmm. that. Yeah, you get what you give, right? So if yeah. that's what you're giving, if those are the seeds you're planting, I mean, that's what you're gonna get Yeah, back. totally. Yep. I don't, mm -hmm. I, I wanna say it comes back equal part or exponentially, and I believe it does. It's just, you know, it's never the way I expect. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there are times for, for us to sit in the dark for, for sure. I never want to stay there if that makes sense, but mm -hmm. I also don't want to cover up like something that needs to be said by just saying what we're grateful for. I feel like that's maybe right. antithetical right, right, right. to what, what we might've just said, but I think, you know. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Does that <laughs> think make sense? there's a balance to yeah. all of it. Yeah. I do think there's a balance to all of it. Yeah, because I mean, we've had therapy in the last year because of some hard things we've gone through yeah. uh, in our families mm -hmm. and all that, and it's just been really amazing to learn how to I guess just create that space for each other and me as a as as a husband definitely wants to you know articulate the solution or fix it um, and you know that's definitely not the first step I've learned so yeah <laughs> just um, sitting in the dark with her rather than just turning on the light has right. been kind of great for us what's it been doing this journey together i mean there's so much unknown when sure. you enter in mm. music city trying to work in music yeah. um but you have a partner in that yeah. how has that been different from you think the experiences of even some of your friends that you do co-writes with yeah. who are the only musical one in their family maybe mm. well we we talk about this actually a lot i'm like i always tell derek i'm so thankful i have you to like help me with this decision we have to make or this song like when we write a song we love do we release it or do, or is it just one that we wrote and maybe it just sits like forever yeah. um i'm so thankful i have him because i did music when i first graduated high school by myself for before i met him and it's just not as fun as, as it is with him like honestly <laughs> it's just it's not and i'm so thankful like even this morning on the way here we were like we get to like do this kind of stuff together it's not just me going in by myself or you like we ha we have each other to bounce ideas off of and and it's mm -hmm. it's honestly it's pretty crazy like if i really think about it i'm like i can't believe we get to the do level that of compromises is, is a necessity for sure yeah
Okay, well, what kind of compromise? Let's hear. Um, I mean, I guess from the start, you know, just trusting the other person's motive. Um, I feel like has is you know obviously not an easy task when you're first starting to date, and also mix it with music. I mean, that yeah. that's a terrible combination uh, yeah. in some ways. <laughs> but fortunately, I, I would say that we dated for a good while before we really did music together and all that. And um, I mean, I feel like there's something. I feel like the word purity comes to mind, but it, it's not like a a behavioral or like weird abstinence kind of <laughs> purity, you know. There's nothing churchy about what I'm trying to say. But, um, but it's you. like you're, you're trusting their motive more than yeah. anything. And, you know, the opposite of that is what living in suspicion, like living in suspicion that they're going to mess it up and like make you look bad and all that. And I don't feel like we had to fight through that a ton. But, I mean, I feel like it's because, honestly, we, all, we have our individual um, things that, allow us to get centered like I, I go rock climbing and I go uh, hang out with my buddies and I make time for myself to, to where I'm mentally available for her and you know sometimes I don't get time to do that but yeah. well we had a really good friend we had a really good friend uh, who is like one of the best songwriters there is and I remember a lot like this was back in like 2015 we met with her about some of our songs and we were like what do you think <laughs> And there was this one song that he had started writing that I was just like, I just don't know. Like, oh, I just don't, I really don't feel like we should do this. Like, I was very much like, my opinion matters the most right now. Yeah. And we shared this with like our friend. Shared the song or shared the emotion? The, the, the song. Okay, and, okay. and the emotion kind of, but mostly the song. And she was like, actually, I like this idea like a lot. And she's like a very well-known songwriter. Yeah. And, and then I ended up actually fully telling her, I was like, I actually thought my idea was better and I was totally like squashing it. And she was like, well, you're going to have to realize that his ideas are better than yours sometimes. And Kate, and she's like, and Derek, you're going to have to realize that Caitlin's mm -hmm. ideas and you're just going to have to like give into that. Like, and I think that I've remembered that in so many areas, like whether it's with a music video or an idea or photo shoot, whatever we're doing, yeah. it's like yeah. trusting that sometimes I just go, all right. I'm just going to trust you with that. Let's just mm -hmm. move forward with that, if that makes sense. That's probably the hardest part, even individually as a producer, because I always, you know, you believe that something can always be better, but at the same time, if you, you know, keep believing that, you're never going to put the song out, you're never going to do this or whatever, and it's that perfection thing that yeah. is either individual or, or as a couple, I feel like uh, we have to dial it in and trust each other. That's, that's why I feel like our advantage is to say, like we we almost get affirmation in that way. Okay, mm. the song's done. Or, you know, I think we've said what we need to say. Yeah. And let's just tie a bow on it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So when you when I think about the things that you guys say, that's I think one of the things that's so intriguing to me about yeah. you is that you know you you've come to a town, you're writing music, but most music is not written for a female and a male voice mm. um, to be featured prominently. And I'm sure you realized that pretty quickly. And you said, wow, the, the only way to make this work is to do our own stuff, right? So you yeah. really had to mm -hmm. hone your craft to create things that worked for your voice and worked for your voice uh -huh. and really highlighted both of, not just your, your vocal chops, but then also showed heart. And and I, I love that about what you're doing. I mean, the things that you're writing about are filling a space that I don't think is really filled because how many people wow. are writing songs that really pull out the heart uh, and the intimacy of a committed relationship, you know? I mean, it just, but you, but you do it in a way that's not like boring, that's you know? Right. Well, you know? Well, like, that's the goal. That's yeah, such a compliment. You're doing, compliment. It. You're doing you. it. So like, for example, your song, Yes, 
I feel like I'm going to cry every time I listen to yes, <laughs> because it's like, okay, when you get in a committed relationship with someone, you are saying yes to all of it, right? Yep. You're saying yes to the good, yes to the terrible, um, yes to all their crap, but then yes to giving them all you are, yep. right? Yes to every cutting word we wish we never said. Yes to laying down our heart, then make it up in bed. Yes to our whole lifetime of forgiving to forget. You and my yes. So tell me about where that song came from, like what kind of headspace you guys were in when you were writing it. I'll start. <laughs> I like visually went into the writing room that day. Um, I think we had had, I honestly, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I had if we, a dream, actually. Yes, that was it. I was like, it was now either. I'm trying a, to remember the dream. Yes, you had a dream, and it was with actually the writer I was just talking about. Oh, who yeah. was initially the girl we talked mm -hmm. about. was with her and a guy named Jacob Suter. And uh, they're both married. And we all went to the right that day. He had had a dream about oh, our we anniversary. Were, yeah, it's like we're on a cruise ship and we were celebrating our anniversary and uh, the dream, something to the extent of... Like me leaving or yeah, something. Yeah, you yeah. Were like, you were just done, even though we were on a cruise ship celebrating yeah. our anniversary. Hmm. It, it, um, it was one of those dreams that I, I feel like it's the pepperoni pizza the night before, because it just didn't <laughs> make sense. You know what I mean? Like it didn't make sense and I couldn't make sense of it. So I woke up and like was just, you know, taking notes. And he literally I was write, like writing a novel and I walked in the kitchen and I'm like, what are you like? And he was like, I just had this crazy dream. Like it was, and our anniversary was coming up that week. And I was like, what? Like, and he was like, you were actually I mean, leaving. We were like celebrating our anniversary and you were about to leave. Yeah. So. I'd like to say it was an epiphany dream, but I, in the moment I was like, what, what the hell just happened? So. Well, he literally just like told me about it. And then I read through like, cause he's such a note taker anyway. Like he's always writing down everything. And, and I said, well, we need to write a song about this. And so that's when we contacted our friend Mia and Jacob. Mm -hmm. And we went into the writing room that day. And, and I believe like all of us had had like stories about the, the decision to choose every day. Mm -hmm. um, and we wrote it that day. I mean, we, I think we wrote it in like an hour and a half. And oh, I remember wow. when we did the demo, I recorded my vocal right there afterwards and um mm -hmm. i think like i cried I i'm remembering like oh, that yeah. day I, it was one of those for sure yeah because it was just like you know we've always wanted to write songs about hope and we we're a married couple so we want to make commitment beautiful and sexy for people like because you know a lot of times it's not looked at that way yeah and so when we go to write a song like that like we want to be real i don't want to just be like like you said butterfly and sunshine like i don't want it to just be like i love you and no matter what mm. you do like i'll always love you I want it to be like, you know, for better, for worse, like, and like when we make up in bed, like I want to talk about those real things, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. vulnerability's hard. Yeah. And so when you go there, I want it to be real for people so that they're not just listening to something like, okay, cool. Like yeah. your, mar your marriage is perfect. You just got a little fight. Like I want it to be real. And so hopefully with that song, any, yes, like yeah. even House on Fire is the same thing. Oh, like it, totally, it's totally we want the it same to be thing. like real talk, not just a love song. If that makes sense. I mean, mm -hmm. well, yeah, it makes sense because I, I mean, yeah. I feel it, and I felt that in your music, which mm. is why I'm like, I, I just feel that. like so magnetized to you guys. Aww. There's really like Appreciate no way that. for me wow. to say it other than that, like just really hearing your music and feeling like this magnetic pull because I, and and I think you demonstrate something that I talk about and write a lot of, uh, write a lot about, which is. Uh, one of the truths of purpose when people are living in purpose one of those things is like there's a magnetism to that because wow. I, I just feel like 
a lot of people don't do it. You know, most people don't make the choice to be unconventional or to follow purpose yeah. or yeah. to pursue what it is like that their heart is really telling them to do. Most of us don't do it because yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Right? It's, it's so much hard. easier to just, you know, go with the flow, do what someone has said to do and just like keep mm. on going, you know, but you've chosen to do something hard. Has that been rewarding or has that been oh, yeah. crazy or like, what has that been uh, like? All of the A, B, C, and D, yes, all of those. I would say I, we experience more desire. Like it's kind of like I said with songwriting, it's just kind of a light bulb moment right now, but like by showing up, you know, we're not ins inspired to write the song, but just by showing up for each other in our relationship, like desire happens more often because it's like, mm -hmm. wow, you did that for me or, you know, vice versa, hopefully. Yeah. I think the hard things in the moment are when people don't get it. Because sometimes people don't sure. get it. Like, like who? Like who? Industry. Industry. Oh, okay. Okay. I think a lot songwriters of times people don't, oh, songwriters always get what we're doing in the, like, the lane we're in. But I think sometimes industry doesn't know what to do with Derek mm -hmm. and I, because we're a married couple and they've had other married couples that have not done well or whatever, or, or fight in the room constantly or whatever it is. And I think those kind of disappointments are just like, well, just hang out with us. Like, just be, just come and hang. Let's go, let's go have a drink. Um, mm -hmm. That's the hard. She's I, one of the guys in a lot of ways. I am. I'm always she wanted, a, she wanted a cigar <laughs> before dinner and yeah, a bonfire. And I always whiskey. say, I'm like, I'm a girly guy. I really am. <laughs> um, but no, those are the hard parts. But I think it's so rewarding because I see, I see our path. Like I see the the past of what we've done and where we are now, and I and I choose to like look back at those moments always and like see where we've come, like see how far we've come. Yeah. So I think it is like major. It's so rewarding for us. Um, and the hard things that I've learned are only to make us to like shape us and make us better people and like treat others the way we don't want to like treat yeah. others the way we want to be treated, mm -hmm. not the way we've been treated sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I always were, see someone. How old were you when you realized that? Cause I do feel like that comes at a certain point where you go, wait a minute, all this crap is for a purpose. I just have to look at it differently. So when was that? I, I would say last year is where I finally <laughs> realized it. Like, yeah. cause I've, I've always dabbled with that. Like felt like, you know, yeah, I can choose to see, but I still felt discontent. Mm. Um, yeah. It's hard to just regurgitate it principle that's been yeah spoken to you about. I would I mean last year was the hardest year of my life on a personal level not music is actually the best year for our music but yeah and I think I finally <laughs> realized last year and I'm still realizing right now like that stuff is like we're like life is so short we're only here like a snap of I mean life is so short and I'm like this is we only have one shot so the little things that I think bothered me so much in the past I just really don't care like mm -hmm. it's gonna be okay like we're doing what we're doing we've already we're already we've already made it in so many ways yeah. like I think we're always looking to see like oh what's of course we want to do big things like I'll say in the Opry to you a second yeah, ago yeah. and mm -hmm. like cool stuff like that but we've already made it like we have a house like we're we have an amazing family we like we're so blessed yeah. I can't even believe you're, we you're making house. money doing what yeah. you came here to do yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're being grateful in that so I think mm -hmm. it was last yeah. year for me honestly to like fully realize well, part of that is grief okay. for you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. If you want to talk about that. <laughs> we can. I mean, <laughs> yep, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Last year was, last year was crazy. Um, I really don't want to cry, but 
I've gone through a lot of loss in my life. Um, at a young age, I lost good friends, like all within high school. Um, and I think being the personality that I have, like always just like putting a face on and showing up, like my personality is very, um, yeah. walk in a room and I can change in a minute being around people. But that was also like kind of a curse for me because when you go through hard things, like most people, I feel like de try to deal with them. I would just be sad for like a week and then pack it. But then last year, um, two little girls in our family passed away and it just like triggered me beyond anything really ever I've, I've gone through. Yeah. Um, and I think it whew, probably unpacked a lot of, yeah. not, not that you want to make, make it about that event, about your yeah, past totally. trauma, but like it, it kind of flipped the lid off of yep. some things you'd packed down. I would it was say. literally like, I, I'm such a visual. I always see things in like visions, mm -hmm. but like, it was like I had a jar in my, inside, <laughs> this sounds weird, but it was like, I had all these feelings my whole life, just packed, packed, packed of like disappointment, whatever it was. like Resentment, mm -hmm. anger, All of it. And rejection. when that happened in May of last year, it's almost been a year now, um, everything just came up at once. And it was just like, well, I don't know what to do with all these feelings and I, it's gonna, I'm gonna have to deal with it right now. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that's part of me realizing that, like I say, life is so short and all these things mm -hmm. that I think are such this big deal with our music i'm like hold on let's like think about things a little bit longer like let's think about things more clearly like it doesn't actually matter yeah yeah those How things actually don't matter right, like right. all that matters is the moment for us um and i think last year was one of the hardest years but i can honestly say like now my head is like above the water um, and I truly feel like so much more authority because I've come out the other side, like, and I'm a believer, like I still, like I still love Jesus coming out of all that. When I had very dark days of like anxiety and just like questioning why people have to die, like it's a very real thing. Yeah. Um, like I, I still don't understand. I don't, there's a lot of things I'll never understand on this side of heaven, but I, you know, it's, yeah, I can say I've come out the other side, like a stronger person, a stronger songwriter, a stronger artist, stronger wife, mm -hmm. um, and all the more I just want to write even more real yeah, <laughs> things. Yeah. I wondered if that ended up in a song or transitioned. It actually uh, did. I could think of six. Well, so. we've, we've been writing <laughs> we've a lot. Like, we have really been writing a lot lately. And What is that song we wrote last week well, we wrote with the same girl who you wrote with us and all um, that? It's called Longer. What's the bridge? Longer. It's like the longer you stay, the more that I heal. And please, by all means, if you want to sing it, you totally Well, can. I would. I'm like, I'm trying to, I have to like sit and think about the chorus for a minute, but it's yeah. like, um, um, I don't need you to, uh, hmm. Oh, what is it? You I don't need words? you to fix it. Yes, I don't need you to fix it. I don't need you to tell me everything's going to be all right. Um, I don't need you to tell me hard things make you stronger. I just need you to sit with me a little longer. Oh, my God. That yeah. makes me want to cry. Literally, <laughs> it was like, and, and so last year was the hardest year, and, and I didn't know what to say or really even like, I couldn't even go there with people. Like when oh, I was sure. just very much like still Natural. processing. Yeah. And this year, I'm, I'm like, everything's coming out because we have written like probably six songs in the last like t three weeks, four Something weeks, like that. Um, that have to do with like pain. Yeah. And, and I've always been leery to like, I've always wanted to write real songs, but I think I always kind of like would put a bow on things oh, so yeah. that it would appear mm. to like not be so, like I don't yeah. want to ruffle feathers too much, but now I'm like, mm, uh, life's too short, mm -hmm. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, people need to like know that it's okay to feel sad. Like yeah. it's okay to feel pain. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I just want to be real. Like, I, I'm like, I want to be real with what I've gone through because I surely someone else has. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, surely someone else has felt like they don't want someone to just tell them, like, yeah. what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. Are you like, like cool. there's so much loss in this world right now. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. hearing the same thing and, and sort of sitting there like, whoa, what do yeah. I do now? And and yeah. what music is out there for loss? Not much. Really? Yeah, that's like, that's the th- kind of thing that I'm saying about your music. Like, there are wow. certainly lots of emotions that are that are captured in music. Certainly love is captured in music. Mm-hmm. But there, what you guys, like the lane that you're in is like, um, exposing human emotion in a way that hasn't been exposed. Like, we feel that, but why isn't it in music? You <laughs> wow. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. do, Honestly, you, do you feel that? Because, like, I feel that when I listen to I your stuff. I feel that. I just have a hard time taking that compliment because it's, oh. it's, it's well, our ultimate it. goal. Take it. Like, that I receive is our it for ultimate sure. Goal. Oh, I, like, I, yeah, it's, like, means so much. I'm well, like... Yeah. And well, let me let me ask you this. So I was having, um, this was a few months ago, I was having a conversation with a vocal coach. Um, it was funny because she also writes songs and stuff, and I had said to was her... Uh, uh, Vanessa, oh, okay. who cool. also works with Sophie. Nice. And I said, and I just said to her, oh, you know, um, oh gosh, how did it, how did it go? It was, it was just a conversation about being, when songwriters, they feel emotion so deeply and they must yeah. have things really figured out. Um, they must be really good. <laughs> like your, your face is what is, I'm where like, this is going. Whew. That's a good one. I said, you know, like uh, they feel emotion so deeply, so they've got it. They, they're they're kind of airing out that emotion in song and it's beautiful and they're helping people heal through that. And she was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. You've got it all wrong. She's like, music and song ends up being personally focused for their own personal healing. Mm. If it brings healing to others, then um, you know, then that's yeah. like yeah. a beautiful totally. part yeah. to it. But she's like, usually songwriters are the ones who don't have it figured out, and they've got real problems. <laughs> and I was like, really? Well, so, yeah. So you tell me, because you guys do a lot of co-writes. You're mm-hmm. songwriters. You also write with other people. Yep. What, what's your experience yeah. with people and their ability or inability to express? I guess for us, it's how we externally process, I would say. Um, and I, it, it's our therapy in a lot of ways. Yeah, Literally, yeah. I, it is our therapy. Um, I, I, I'm like, well, I don't want to answer this. Um, <laughs> Trying to leave space for you to answer I, this. <laughs> I always feel like if, if I'm in the room with whoever we're writing with and there's something that we say for maybe a possible line in the song and it makes me feel very vulnerable and nervous for people to hear it i'm like that's probably the right direction we should go oh yeah and that scares me like i remember this was back in 2018 when we released music the first time our song war Mm, um that was the most one of the most vulnerable songs we had ever written to start like I remember before we released the video because if the music video like pays you know tribute to his mom who passed away from suicide and 
like and my family members in there who have gone on to be you know like they my grandmother had cancer and so we had we put all of our family in it and I remember just thinking at the very That's end you know the video song. we put this line like this message from us that we like literally wrote out ourselves and it was like you know life is short like if you ever need something like know that there's people who love you or whatever mm -hmm. and I remember being so nervous to release that music video because I was like it's either going to make people feel like we're de like we're depressing people they don't want to listen to us <laughs> or it's going to resonate and I was just yeah. like oh, I don't know yeah. and it's been our biggest song yeah. and we've had people all over the world like tell us like their, their life like their stuff they're going through that I'm just like I've never mm -hmm. met you and I don't know if I ever will but you're like telling us your whole life story and asking us yeah. to like pray for you or to just think about them or whatever it's just oh, yeah. So in rooms when we're writing, I think when I, I follow those feelings of this feels really vulnerable and like, oh, but I, I feel like I need to say it, mm -hmm. if that yeah. answers your question. Yeah. Well, it, it does. And Derek, what was that like for you writing a song about something that a lot of people don't talk about when someone they love um, has committed suicide? Yeah, sure. So what was that like for you? I mean, it was your um, mom. You know? I think I had to disconnect from the the outcome of it, if that makes sense. Part of it is we actually didn't write this the the we didn't come into the room with that as a song idea, because um, I'm like I don't even know how it would have worked. I mean, it could have worked, especially you know in we hindsight. Put, there, there was one like, line in the song yeah. that was about his mom. Like it was basically, and that was like the verse was like you know, we'll see you again, like there's the sun. That was like about her and my friend yeah. Lauren who had passed away. Mm -hmm. And, but then it quickly, like right after we wrote it basically, when we were in the studio recording is when we realized it was like, oh, this is like yeah. for his mom. This is, this yeah. whole song is for his mom. Mm -hmm. So. And that's when I felt like it, um, I didn't, I didn't feel nervous or anything about it. Um, you know, truthfully, it's always exciting and nervous when you release a song, especially when, so personal, I guess, but it yeah. was like so obvious how it was purpose-driven in the way that like I hadn't even seen these tapes of my mom um, and I hadn't even heard her voice until I heard these tapes after yeah. we had written the song. How did you find the tapes? I'm just um, curious. They were, at, they were at my uh, grandma's house, um, her, her mom's house. Yeah. Um, we, were on, yeah. we were visiting her on Easter Sunday and I said to her randomly, I would love to see, like, do you have any videos of Derek's mom that we could, like, watch? Because I've just never seen her. We've right. never seen mm -hmm. her in, like, action. We've and, only seen pictures. And he was young, 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 right, when she died? How old Yeah, I was eight months old, so. Yeah. Yeah, he never knew her. Um, and then so she said, hold on, let me go find him. And she found a box and, like, let us take him with us. And we went back to my parents. That's where we stay mostly when we go mm -hmm. to North Carolina to visit. And we watched him Easter night. It makes me want to cry. Like, did you sob? What did you do in that I moment? did. Uh, I thought I would. <laughs> I really I, did. I laughed because how country she was. She was very country. <laughs> she was like, hey. Like, just real southern. And we were like, yeah. whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, the tears came for sure and still do if I watch it today. And um, as they should. And, and I, yeah. I feel like your loss, too, all of our loss, like, whenever we cry and mourn for people like that is the extent of how much we love them and I'm, I'm grateful that I feel, feel that way for my mom yeah. even though I was eight months old and didn't know her in a lot of ways and I just think that's a, a beautiful perspective yeah. but uh, also just an actual healing in my life and for my family. Yeah, so, yeah. I love that. You ready yeah. to play a little game? Yeah, yes. There's questions <laughs> I like to ask people. Yeah. Um, cool. And you guys will be different because this is a <laughs> This is like two of you at the same time. So try to answer these as like 
Collectively? Yeah, collectively, okay. okay? Cool. Uh, this will be fun. <laughs> it's almost like, what is that game, like the newlywed game? Where yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, no, um, it's like sense. a TikTok like reel <laughs> where it like pops up and it's like, answer. And right, you're like, right. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so when was the best time in your life? Uh, when we bought our house. Yes. Yeah. And you have a song sure. about it too, by the way, which I like. Yeah. Great. But you didn't you write that song before you? And a year yeah, about before. a year before. That just blows my mind too. Like yeah. writing a song about White's Creek and then buying a house in White's Creek <laughs> later is just kind of like. And it was the first crazy. house you looked at. All of it is like it sounds so stereotypical, but but it's it really how it happened. happened. Like we were in the studio recording the song on White's <clears> Creek that we wrote the week we found the house and got oh. approved for a loan, which was just like hilarious. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, it it was cool. Some fear you from a whiskey bar. Some read you in a dusty bar. But I find you with me. Little house lovers, arms down on White's Creek. Some meet you underneath the stable. Some see you in a crowd of people. But I find you with me. Little house lovers, arms down on White's Creek. We spent a lot of time there in 2020 with some friends and just really felt like it felt removed from the city. It's, yep. it's only like maybe seven minutes. You've been to our house. Town, yeah, I, know. So. I love it. I know. It's yep. so cute. I Thanks. love it. Um, but we just, we just felt drawn to that area personally yeah. and we just somehow made it happen with, with God's help for sure. That was the best time in our life. And our lender, he got pretty creative. So. <laughs> yes. I we mean, were like, being honest, like I, we were unemployed in 2020 for obvious reasons, right. but our lender like worked based, it out based our loan off of 2019 yes. taxes oh nice and it was like well and and that just nuts. goes to show more like you've made a life out of doing this right like yeah. you've created this thing and yeah. now you've had enough income to be able to buy a house like yeah. it's just kind of amazing yeah. yeah um when was the worst time in your life i would say last year yeah i would say that um like 2021 personal strain for sure yeah um, it was it was crazy because Musically, it was probably one of the best years, um, but yeah. I think it was like when everything kind of came out with the loss. It was a huge loss in our family, and it still is, and um, I think it was just really hard because I kind of just didn't know how to handle mm. um, all those emotions coming out at once, and I felt like I had to deal with it, and so I, we dealt with it. We got a counselor, um, and he was amazing. He's, he is, we're still seeing him, but mm -hmm. he's amazing, and it, it's just been... It's been great. Yep. Like yeah. having that like out. And those are on Zooms. He's yeah. he's in Colorado and like Oh wow. It's something about talking on Zoom is, is pretty nice to like just let it all out. There's yep. no like no, no social social yep. cues that you gotta watch out for and it's nice. Yeah, or like, oh my god, everyone's staring at me right now as I right. yeah. absolutely lose my mind yeah. like on this couch. Yeah, yeah I get that. It's nice. Um, okay, so when was a turning point for you? Were there was there a point you mm. said everything oh, yeah. changed from this moment? Totally. I would say sitting in the dark with each other and learning how to have that space to grieve without, again, just flipping the light on whatever that solution is, you know what I mean? To make the other person feel better. And, you know, not that we didn't try to make each other feel better, but it was, you know, what, what we used to just regurgitate as statements. Um, like, it's all going to be okay. Like, or like something better yeah. is going to, you know, come out of this or whatever. And, you know, I'm almost embarrassed to say that now, but. Uh, to be honest, it was, you know, where we were at at the time, mm -hmm. and we've learned how to just uh, sit in that space, and um, I don't know. It's hard to articulate, but I would just say, giving that space for healing, like, really 
So last you year, to talk about it. Sorry, babe, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> but last year, so on top of like that loss with our family, I, in December, I think it was a turning point. I actually got mono. I was very Gosh, sick. Poor dear. Our cat, who is like my child, almost died. She had this crazy surgery. And so I think everything was just like turmoil. The yeah. whole year was just like, the end of the year was just turmoil. And I remember sitting in the parking lot at the vet while she was in surgery. I just being like, what the hell? Like, what is literally happening right now? Mm-hmm. And I remember like the sun was setting and I, I could see the sky to my right. And I remember like, at that moment, I felt in my spirit, it's gonna be okay. No matter what, it's gonna be okay. And like, I don't know what it was about the sunset. Like, it just, I think it was like, I'm Mm. not in control of anything. Like, it's gonna be another day tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, the sun will rise. will rise, the sun will set, I'm gonna be okay. And I think that was a huge turning point for me. Like, and for us, because that was when I started to see hope again, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, and it's hard, right? When you're in a married, committed relationship, you want nothing more than for the other person to be happy. But that's not something you can do for her, and that's not something she can do for you. And that happiness is something she has to find on on her own, and you have to find Mm -hmm. on your own. That's right. So I I know that what that pain is like too. Obviously, being a married woman, I understand that pain. Yeah. So what was that like when she finally was like, "I'm out. I'm out of the. I'm I'm not drowning anymore." Yeah. Yeah. What was that for you? Um, Well, part of it is grief shows up whenever it wants. Yeah. So, not to say that we're never going to be out of it, but again, how much you love that person, um, you know, it's obviously good to, to mourn and, and cry about those people uh, that you've lost in your childhood, and you know what I mean? Like, um, I feel like part of that is good to maintain an awareness of, but I, to your point, like, when she climbed out of that pit was, mm. was really nice to, you know, feel like we could both yeah. breathe and, and have new tools to, like, well, he could tell Navigate me, he that, would tell yeah. me, like, I see that you're different. Like, he was like, I, f- I can see that. Even friends of mine would say, like, I see it in your eyes. Like, you're, it's, oh, yeah. you're doing, you're doing, you're on the up and up. Oh, like, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Was there a moment of clarity for you guys? Uh, it doesn't have to be the same point. It can be sure. at any point um, in your togetherness. Clarity. Okay. Um, we said it on the way over here, like, we really can't control as much as we think and yeah. it allows us a little more freedom to take risks because we're not so emotionally caught up in the outcome yeah. that we're trying to control yeah if we don't and, and when was it. that that clarity when was that i mean, I mean was I'd it say, like today you had this moment of clarity no we've had no. it a million times and have to be reminded a million times that's yeah. that's what i would it say is. probably january yeah. of this year wow. because dis- that was all december what i was explaining like sitting in the car i mean it was just like a crazy year yeah. And January, like th- this whole year has started out, it's just been, I feel like it's good. I don't know, yeah. it's just, that's all I know how to say it. It's like, it's good. And the clarity is being in the moment and realizing that we don't have to like hustle and grind and do all this yeah. stuff. There's times mm-hmm. of that, but clarity is like the moment. Like mm-hmm. waking up and having breakfast and just like being at the house, like cleaning out the closet is just like <laughs> beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's so, so it's good. like, that's the clarity is, Yep. It's just being in the moment. Like we don't have to have everything figured out. Like just be here. Just be there. Mm-hmm. Right now. Here. Be. Just right be. now. I get it. Like, you know, it's just moment to moment. Like that's the clarity. Cause Can I pose a question to you? What? Uh, as, oh. as a uh, Enneagram <laughs> oh, 3, as a performer, oh. as a uh, very passionate woman who I'm in love with, like how do you, <laughs> how do you turn off uh, like the to-do list? 
how do I turn off the to-do yeah, list? Yeah, because you're not, you didn't used to be off that way all the time. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and I used to be the opposite, you know, like. How I turn off the to-do list. I think just realizing that if I don't get all the 40 things on my list done in one day, it's going to be okay. It's the same thing yeah. of like, yeah. oh well, it'll just have to wait. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Like, oh well, like if I don't get all 40 things done. Like I used to stay up to like midnight and I would be like, if I got an idea about something I missed, I'd be like, I got to get that done before I go to bed. Yeah. Like, and it'd be like late, late, late. And he's yeah. like, no, just like go to bed. And I'm yeah, like, I can't. Yeah. I'm so, in that way. In yeah, that I'm like, way, like oh, I can't I leave do it undone. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kids broke me of that. Oh, I'm really? sure that'll be sure. that for me too. <laughs> Even more. God, so much that goes along with like being there for them. Wow. It's like, oh my god. Some gosh. great revelation there, I'm sure. Oh, oh, oh. My, my greatest revelations have been after the births of my children. I mean, truly, yeah. this podcast came after the birth of my third child. It was well, like go. this like wow. real clarity. Wow. Um, what is something about your nature that you've either overcome or you continue to overcome? You just answered that, I guess. I yeah. think, okay. like this need, incessant need to I think, compete. Yeah. We well, I also think my uh, affirmation for me. I've always um, needed affirmation from people. And... Oh, like love language, words of affirmation? Words of affirmation. Like, okay. That's even my love language with him. Like, I love words. Um, and now, you know, with everything that we're doing, with songs, the music we're about to release, with me meetings, with photo shoots, with ideas about music videos, I am like, this is what I want to do. And if this person or this person doesn't like it, oh well. So you're kind They'll of either like go. us or they won't. Yeah, okay. That's it. Kind of letting go of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's, that, that's been like really hard for me. Because yeah. yeah. I've always wanted to please people and like make sure I'm doing a good job mm -hmm. and hear that. And mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying that. I'm perfect. Like I still feel yeah. that sometimes, but yeah. I'm choosing to like not care yeah. as much. And because the reality is, People either like what we're doing or they won't, and that's all there is to it. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and they're not your people. If they don't like it, they're not your people yeah. anyway. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, sure. So yeah. I think that's like a big thing in my nature, like yeah. how I've always been yeah. my whole life. That's yeah. that's like way better. Well, you're you're so flexible with me with that stuff. I mean, that's yeah. different. I don't know. Like, tell you. That's a, that's yeah. a committed relationship where like she yeah. knows there's trust and honesty and openness yeah. right. and non-judgment, and so it's easy for, for yeah. her to do that with you. It's yeah. harder to. This is like someone speaking from experience. Like yeah. It's hard to do it with someone who's going to express judgment toward, totally. you, yeah. toward you. What I, about you? What's something in your nature you feel like you've overcome? Um, I feel like, gosh, what is, uh, so the Enneagram, if you've heard of that. Oh, I don't oh, want to dive Very, very into, familiar. Our yeah, season yeah. one, episode one uh, person was Ian Morgan Cron, who was the oh, godfather amazing. of Enneagram. I got to yes. listen to that. Very That's familiar. Amazing. I got a lot, a lot out of his podcast, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so tell me your Enneagram stuff. Yeah, so I'm an Enneagram 9, which, which is known <laughs> I'm as... I'm married to as a the, 9. Well, there you yeah, go. I'm married to 9. It's known as the peacemaker, I yeah. suppose. Uh, but the one, and I'll make this short, like the one thing that stood out to me that was like cringy, which mm -hmm. makes me, you know, feel like it was truth, <laughs> was like, you're so used to seeing other people that you don't see yourself. Yeah. And it was really scary. Very, but it was very <laughs> true, too. But I was, I was like, like I, I can't accept this. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be this way. So um, I, you know, have always held opinions. I just, you know, maybe have, have not spoken them out because I, I don't, I hold respect in a lot of conversations. I don't like interrupting. I don't like to be interrupted. But like at the same time, like I, I like to be invited into those those spaces, much like you've done with us today. And I feel like just knowing that I uh, have those opinions that need to be expressed 
especially in our relationship. And there's value to them. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. you have to say is important. Yeah. You have to convince yourself of that. I have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, not as much just because I've had a few years of practice with that. But it's been the best thing for our music, yeah. our relationship and all that. I love that. So. I absolutely love that. What do you think uh, your purpose is? Um, to let people know they're not alone. Um, yes. My first answer was to provide hope, hope. I know. in songs. And I feel like that is still a bookend answer. But um, to her point earlier, you know, we, we don't need to bookend a song with a, with a happy message at the end because um, we need to sit in the dark with each other sometimes. And I, I feel like that even is true in our, in our music, you know. You, we keep saying sit in the dark because we love Brene Brown. And she said <laughs> this in one of her is. podcasts about That's right. her little girl, I think, was having like a day where she was just feeling sad about something. And she was in her room sitting in the dark. And Brene was like, I just want to walk in and like flip the light on and tell her, let's go get ice cream and do this and like make yeah, her feel better. Yeah. She was like, I actually sat in the room in the dark with her and kept staring at the light switch saying, don't turn on the light, don't turn on the light. And so that's why we keep saying that because that just stood out to us so much last year. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, our purpose like is to let people know that they're not alone. And I think our purpose is to bring, how do I say this? Like when people come to our shows, because we want to tour, we want to do, we want to like to have a family on the road, like in tour. And our purpose is to make people feel like they're at home when they're with us. Yeah. And I think because when you're at our house, literally our house with us, people, I want them to like, feel like they can be themselves, that they feel loved, no matter where, where, how we believe differently or whatever. Um, I think that's our purpose, is to make people feel at home, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, okay. they, have a, they have a seat at the table. Yes, yeah. I want everybody to have a seat at the table in our house. Um, yeah. And then when did you realize that, that that was, hey, this is what, I'm, this is what we are here to do? Um, I honestly, I would say after last year. Yeah. Well, I would say back to like when we first released music. Yeah, Because. Well, we've always said that about our shows. We've oh, always yeah. said, like, yeah, totally. and that's our purpose, like, and you've always said the hope. Mm-hmm. But totally. I think it's even more clear now. Yeah. That yeah, purpose. Exactly. Like, we've always said these things, but I think it's even more like we really see it now. Yeah, if you've created and released songs that hit home with people. Yeah. Right, well, then that's, that's the confirmation that you've actually done right, right? Mm-hmm. When it starts yep. to come back to you yep. and you're like, oh, you just feel it, like, ah. Oh. This is, this is right, this is right. And I do feel like that happens to anybody who chooses to step out, whether it's in faith or in a pursuit yeah. of purpose. Um, there is a point for all of us where we stand up and go, I, I've been doing this the whole time. I just didn't, wow. I never put it together. Yeah. Like you are the pinball in the pinball machine. Yeah. But the, the path of the pinball was just beautifully divine, right? Mm-hmm. And then like it gets you to the point where you're supposed to be and you're like yep. this. It's like this moment of awareness. Like the yep. purpose exists, pre-existed, but it's the awareness it's like that I feel like really sends you mm-hmm. sends you forth, you know, yep. with way more gumption and power um, because amazing. it because it just kind of gets harnessed. Yeah. yeah. You know? Do you feel that in your own music? Like oh, where yeah, you've been able to say sure. we're we're really harnessing this now. Oh yes. Yeah. It comes out in the writing room a lot just cuz uh, I mean, I feel like we write with some of our best friends and I mean, that literally is like therapy yeah. and whether it's around a bonfire or not, like there's something about a bonfire that comes to mind, like image-wise. That's, oh yes, I, we love a bonfire. Uh, church in a way, you know. So you, good. You know, leave it at the bonfire. That's a yeah, good I song know. title. I yeah. know. <laughs> no, I do. I feel like, because we say this, I'm like, now we really, 
because you know when we first back in when we moved here we would write songs and not like we liked this sound and that sound and this idea but now I feel like we really have it honed in of yeah. like what our lane is and like yeah mm-hmm. what we want to say well how would you describe your lane you know if someone if how would you describe your own work <laughs> something stuff stuff we've been through I yeah. know that's such a bookend answer but like it, it really is like Lived stuff we have to live through and you know I feel like that well, I think it's honors a the people who you know relate to that it, it honors um, my wife who has lived through you know a lot of hell and myself included and it just it feels like an inclusive way to like make something beautiful that carries weight and you know if we've lived through those things we carry authority in that so we can speak into yeah, it so yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a purity in that because that's what holds the most power um, yeah definitely authentic I'd say certainly I would say like yeah authentic like Jesus loving country <laughs> ain't afraid Beers to drink Hallelujah. a beer ain't afraid to smoke a cigar <laughs> might say a cuss word every now and then but we love Jesus <laughs> that's it <laughs> Wow. And we love people. Before, before we end this, I just want to get excited with you about what's happening with all your stuff on CMT, too. Yeah. Like oh, when thanks. you guys released yeah. Hollywood yep. uh, at the end of 2021. Yep. I mean, like, what a fun anthem, you know? Oh, and it's doing so well on CMT. Must be I love Dolly yeah. Parton. Oh my gosh. Like she is I, I want us to be friends and I feel like we will one day, Dolly, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but that that song really was kind of like a place at the table. We invited our friends who are of all walks yeah. to be in the video. There were, you know, we had extras that we didn't know that well, but most of the ones that we invited like were from all different like we have our church friends there, our friends who don't even go to church. Like, yeah. And I loved it because that's how we think of Dolly. So anyways, that song came out. It that's was point. number one on uh, CMT, the 12 pack for like six weeks in a row. And then our video house on fire is on right now. Um, it's every day that's playing on CMT music in the rotation. And then it's up for voting every week and you can vote as much as you want every day. Every um, day. And this past Friday <laughs> was the first week it was on. More and often. Yeah, yes, yeah. Early and all often. the time. <laughs> Uh, but this last week it was number seven in the top 12 and there's like 80 something videos to, to vote through. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see tonight if it's any closer to number one, I don't know, but hopefully, uh, but yeah, CMT has been really awesome, like supporting us and through our first releases, they've just been Mm -hmm. great. And so we love CMT. Yeah. I do. When I talk to you guys, I do get the sense of like, yes, you have goals. Yes. You have dreams. Yes. You have things that you really want to do. But I also get this feeling that you've kind of almost thrown your hands up in this just beautiful like acceptance of, hey, whatever the path is going to be is what it's going to be. Yeah. Do you feel that way or is that just like how (laughs) I perceive it? That's every day for us. We make plans every day and they always get shifted around either because of life events or because there's another idea that comes up and, you know, it's not chaotic. I hope it doesn't sound that way, but it it definitely sounds led it feels led in a type of discernment for us. Yeah. Um, that feels like we just trust each other enough to be like poke holes in each other's stories and like. <laughs> it's hard make for it me because yeah. I am such a goal oriented person. I've <laughs> yeah, always like if it been. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I am at a place of hands, like I do, I say all the time, it's weird that you would even like see that or like say that because I always say, I just want to be open, I'm just open-handed, open-handed. I've said that so much lately and. Well, it's freeing in a way. Yeah, yeah. I, but I still, like I still have these things that I want to reach. Like I told you a little bit ago, we'd love to play the Opry. That's like yeah. a dream for his like grandparents to be there and my family. Oh my gosh, how sweet would that um, be? Like, mm -hmm. cause they, they've just all supported us so much. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like, we would love to win a Grammy. Like yeah. that's like a huge, that'd be so amazing to even just go like right. as artists that invited, you know, like that, those kind of things. And so we have those on our list, but I realize that it's not gonna be me hustling and grinding to get yeah. there. Yeah, totally. That's, it's not gonna come from that. So I do have to be open-handed and just do the best with what we have right. and release the songs that we feel are us and true to who we are. Yeah. And hopefully that'll happen. But yeah. I, we don't have control over it. Right, yeah. right. I no. wish we did. Yeah, but. Well, we're each here to learn different lessons, yeah. I think. And what's really interesting to me about you guys is like you have the lessons you have to learn. You have the lessons you have to learn. But you've, you have been intertwined you know what i mean yeah. like everything about your purpose has been intertwined together right so like you're here for her you're here for him you know and you're going to do it together mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. what's so beautiful to me about it because for mm -hmm. you purpose is not a singular experience it is this duo I love that. and it's just so beautiful yeah thank so you guys <laughs> thank you so much for doing this with me today. absolutely oh, we, we always feel honored we around love you, you. But it's it's great to dig deep a little bit. Yes, we love you. We support anything you do. So anything That's you right. ask us, we'll be like, sure, we'll be there. I love it. Great, we'll do it again sometime. Yes. Please. Thank you. Oh man, aren't they so great? I told you you're gonna love them. And if you can't tell, I love Caitlin and Derek Dry so much. Their ability to reach deep within, to develop their own sound and the messages they wanna bring is what I encourage everyone to do. I mean, find your path. That's why I'm holding a special event coming up in June to help you reclaim. It's really for the ladies and it's an exclusive and intimate event all about personal transformation. It comes from the nights where I was staring at the ceiling, no joke, 3 a.m., everyone's asleep but me, and I was just trying to figure out what would bring more meaning to my life. And I kept hearing these same words, reclaim, transform, reclaim, transform. And it took me months to understand what those words meant until one day it hit me. Reclaiming our lives is the first step toward finding purpose. Purpose is already in you. You just have to reclaim it. So if you're looking for a purposeful day where we create community and reclaim our power, then this event is for you. We only have limited spots. So if you're saying, okay, I really need this. I need support. I want to meet other women who I can create community with. Then email me. I'll save you a seat before I open up full registration. It's just lauren at amstigator.com. Take charge of why you're here. Reclaim your life. Reclaim your purpose. And let's do it together. Okay, here's what's coming up next week. I'm sitting down with Dr. Alex Jahungir. He's an orthopedic trauma surgeon here in Nashville who's most well-known for being the face of the COVID fight in Nashville these last couple of years. His story is so deep and revealing. He talks about being an immigrant to this country and the things he had to overcome to find purpose and meaning in his life. It's a beautiful and often emotional conversation from a really respected pillar in this city. So I'm excited to tell his story next. I'm Lauren Lowry and this is Amstigator.